Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Well, I know one guy who does have a pretty good agent because he's all over all the ESPN platforms, and that is Chris Canty, who joins us now. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Randy Scott, ESPN Radio, ESPN app here on Canty and Carlin. What's up, Chris? How's everything? What's going on, brother? Listen, we were having a bit on Greeny's show earlier today talking about some of the best names in sports, and some of them sound like they're made up, like yep. Michael Vick's alias Ron Mexico, or yeah. how about <laughs> Richard Trickle from Nashville? I got to uh-huh. say, it is Aaron Goldhammer isn't far off. Oh, I mean, that's right up that's there. I mean, true. That's, it's not quite Richie Incognito, but it's close. <laughs> so be- best, guess, best guess, guys, do you think it's a radio name or do you think it's actually uh, my real birth name? I, I, I can cheat. I know this because I went, to, I went to school with your sister. So, no, I'm, I'm going re- I'm gonna, to I'm gonna refrain. Go ahead. Go ahead, Canty. I'm going to say it's your real name. I'm not, I don't think it's a stage name. I think it's the real name. I come from a family of Bond villains, the Goldhammers, and in fact, my real name is, yes, Aaron Goldhammer. Uh, Chris, oh, I, I gotta name. say... That's a great yes, name to have. Yes, it's, that is it. No, there is I no... I mean, when you go no out name. on Saturday night, you've got to introduce yourself to people at the bar. Yes, my name is Aaron Goldhammer. Boom. You know, and I, I have a gold hammer that I carry around, actually, a, li- a, liter- a literal one. If, I, if you get in a fight with me, look out. Um... Chris, I, I, you know, we were we were batting around this all this drama and stuff with Lamar. I feel like his Twitter account is more entertaining than anything else in a wild NFL offseason right now. What do you make of the developments the last 24 hours? And do you think it's time for him to finally pick up the phone and hire a qualified agent to help him navigate where his career is going? Dear God, somebody please deactivate his Twitter account. Like, just yeah. stop. It reeks of desperation and he shouldn't feel desperate even though it might be frustrating with each passing day he's gaining more leverage Lamar just chill out put your feet up put your stunner shades on and wait for them to hit your phone because the market is eventually going to come back to you in an offseason that's going to see Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts all first-time contract extension eligible those teams are going to try to work out extensions with those quarterbacks because it's cheaper to do it now as opposed to later. And undoubtedly, because of what we saw with Deshaun Watson and because of what Lamar is going through, those players are going to ask for fully guaranteed extensions. And based on what happens on that front, it's going to go a long ways to determining your situation. So if you're Lamar, just chill, bro. You're a 26-year-old MVP that's won a playoff game. Your resume speaks for itself. You don't have to play in more NFL games to build more leverage. What, what you've done on the field your first, your first five years speaks volumes. All right, all you have to do is chill. The Ravens, they're going to start feeling the crunch as we get closer to mid-July with the deadline to work on contract extensions for franchise players looming. But if you're Lamar, bruh, it's all good. It's frustrating because the NFL owners are holding the line, but that can only happen for a time. You're eventually going to get the leverage back in your court. Just chill. 
Uh, Kansi, did you watch the infomercial on Twitter for Lamar Jackson and Ken Francis's mobile gym? Yeah, I hope the entire gym product is better than the commercial. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm all about people trying to diversify their hustle, their income. Hey, get it how you live, ball. Yeah. Boss. But I, I just, I, I don't know, man. The commercial seemed like one of those things that you might watch on late night TV, you know? Yeah. Like with the, yep. one of those 1 800 numbers. Like, yeah. it's like, come on, Lamar. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. not necessarily yeah. going, it's not giving what you want it to give. I'll put it to you that way. So you're saying you did not get to the NFL on the basis of the shake weight and the the Nordic track. What was the other one with the guy that... Uh, oh, the, the gazelle. Uh, the gazelle. The gazelle. With the oh, the gazelle. Oh, I really wanted to have one of those at my house. Canty <laughs> uh, and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Chris Canty is with us. I'm Aaron Goldhammer and uh, and Randy Scott. You know, you you obviously navigated your whole career with an agent, you know, and I'm, and I'm kind of want to get specific to this issue. Like at the point that you hit your peak, Chris, how important was having an agent? Do you feel like in hindsight, those fees were unnecessary and you could have handled everything or do sports athletes, especially at the highest level, do they really need to have representation negotiating on their behalf? I don't think you have to have an agent, guys. I mean, we just saw Laramie Tunzel negotiate another contract extension that made him yet again the highest paid offensive lineman in all of football. He doesn't have an agent. Like Russell Okung didn't have an agent. DeAndre Hopkins didn't have an agent. There are plenty of guys out here that don't have agents that are self-represented. Hell, Roquan Smith, who negotiated a contract with the Baltimore Ravens, doesn't have an agent. You don't need to have an agent in order to get the best deal for yourself, especially if you're a guy of Lamar Jackson's ilk, a player of his caliber. You, you don't have to have an agent. Now, what makes it a little bit tricky is just trying to get insight into what the market is, but I don't think this is a market situation for Lamar. This is the owners holding the line and trying to make the Deshaun Watson deal an outlier as opposed to a precedent. And if you don't believe me, all you got to do is reference the comments that Steve Bashotti made days after Deshaun Watson got his deal last offseason. Now, I do think it's telling that Ozzie Newsom former GM of the Ravens and now executive VP in that organization, said on the Bernie Kosar show this week that even the Ravens are in the posture of waiting and seeing whether or not that Watson contract is an outlier or the norm. And I think what he was alluding to was seeing what's going to happen with those other young quarterbacks that are eligible for contract extensions. Guys, with what's going on with the salary cap and all of the tech money being added to the NFL's revenue streams, These teams are going to try to get these deals done with those quarterbacks. How those deals play out is going to go a long ways to determining whether the top players, the top quarterbacks in our league can leverage fully guaranteed deals. All right, talking with Chris Canty on his own program here while we keep the seats warm. It's uh, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. It's a very awkward reset. I got to agree. It's fun. Very awkward. I don't have a cool sports name like Coco Crisp. So, you know. oh, please, man. You think I, I think I'm the last Randy out here in 2023. It's me and, me and the dude from South Park with his, with his you-know-what's in a wheelbarrow just rolling around. Just me and him. A couple of guys, a couple of guys who should drive like vans 
Randys and wear denim all the time. Just just <laughs> a bunch of Randys. Uh, we talked about OBJ going to New York, and we talked about the possibility of maybe Zeke Elliott joining that party and just how morbidly curious you'd be to to follow either successes or failures there. But focus, I guess I guess focusing specifically on OBJ, what would he bring X's and O's wise to the Jets? Well, I, I think he brings that vertical speed element still. I mean, he's not what he once was, but could he give you flashes of what we saw at the end of the regular season in 2021 and on in the postseason when the Rams won the Super Bowl? Sure. And I think that's why you bring a guy like that in. It's not to be a 75-catch, 1,000-yard receiver with eight touchdown receptions. Mm-hmm. This is about OBJ stepping up and being able to be a guy that can beat one-on-one coverage, being the second or third receiver on any yeah. given down. So I, I think that's really what you're looking for. And he's a guy that's played the X, he's played the Z, he's played the slot. So it's not going to be a challenge for him to fit into any receiver group if you've got other guys that are more static. So... I like the potential fit. There's a reason why Aaron Rodgers had it on his wish list. Others would call it a demands list. But, um, yeah, I I think it'd be a good fit in New York. I mean, OBJ in a receiver room with – um, Garrett Wilson and um, and uh, uh, Nicole Hardman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think Alan Lazard. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Chris Canty is with us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Randy Scott. Uh, we also talked about Will Levis's pro day was today. It's the the week of pro days. And Randy and I were laughing, Chris, you know, the, to watch a guy throw at a pro day and say, oh, you know, what an impressive. Yes, Will Levis has an impressive arm. He's got a hand cannon. But both Randy and I agreed that we would have Anthony Richardson higher than Levis on our board just because he I think he has a higher ceiling. The potential of what he could become in this day and age as a quarterback is higher than Levis. Do you agree or disagree with us? Uh I would be careful with that just from the standpoint that Will Levis has played a lot of of ball in college. I mean, he played a lot of ball. Like, it was an underwhelming 2022, um, but that's because his offensive line couldn't keep him upright. Um, But, I mean, in 2021, I mean, the guy was unbelievable. I mean, he really was. I mean, he was a special, special quarterback. Um, And he's played in a lot of games. Like, that's the thing that I love. Like, the fact that this guy has played in so many games. So, I mean, when you start adding it up, you're talking about a player that's played in, let's see here now, over 35 college games, close to 40 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have that on your resume, that's, that's a pretty good place to be. Um, so when you start talking about quarterbacks that have success at the next level, guys that have success early, um, it's usually those guys that have had two to three years as a full-time starter. Um, and so I've seen that from Levis. We didn't necessarily get that from Anthony Richardson. And there's been a, you know, there hasn't been a lot of continuity in terms of the offensive system, the, the play callers that Anthony Richardson has had. The physical talent is undeniable. Um, but in terms of the arm talent, I mean, Levis and Anthony Richardson are right there. So I, I just, I, I don't see a lot of, I would say this. I can't point to one guy over the other and say this one represents a better chance to be a successful NFL quarterback. Okay, let's go one guy over the other, though, as it pertains to the top two, because it seems like of the four, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, they're in that second tier, and the top tier is is hair splitting, really, between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. What's the deciding factor? Don't, don't put yourself in the Carolina brain trust. You know, say, hey, if I'm Frank Reich, I've shown I've liked this model of quarterback. Just let's say you're running this thing, Canty. Who are you picking? Oh, I'm going with C.J. Stroud. 
I'm scared of Bryce Young's size, guys. I mean, I'm a, I'm a defensive lineman, mm-hmm. 6'8", 330 pounds. Bryce Young is 5'10", probably going to play at 190, 195. Yeah, I mean, that's what he played at last year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets hit by a guy my size. I mean, Can't you, wor- you worry Gold about him having a career knocked out of him. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I can't. Is there a comp? Because what's funny is he has this magic in him. You know, with two minutes to go in a game, he's always leading his team down for the game-winning touchdown, which is what I'm looking for. So I think he could be good as a rookie, but I, like you, I'm worried about the longevity thing with him. Yeah, I mean, RG3 had some magic in him in his rookie season until Haloti Nada knocked the career out of him. As yeah. much as I love, as, as hey. much as I love our hey. <laughs> our coworker guys, I yeah. mean the reality is yeah. that that's a man's game out there in the NFL. That and FedEx Bryce turf. Young is not a man-sized quarterback, so uh, it's just I, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about it. If I'm drafting number one, especially with all of the the draft capital and the players that Carolina gave up. I'm going to try to mitigate risk. And to me, mitigating risk is going with C.J. Stroud. And it's not that much of a projection with Stroud Mm -hmm. because I saw him do it against what perennially is the best defense in college football with the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, think about it. He shredded that defense in the college football playoff. And had it not been for a field goal kicker that to to pick his the biggest moment to have his worst spot, you're talking about. Ohio State, not Georgia, playing for the national championship. I mean, that—that that was C.J. Yeah. Stroud doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just, you know, guys, I, I've seen everything I need to see. He's got the ability, the athletic ability to separate from, you know, NFL caliber defensive linemen. Um, he's got the playmaking. Uh, he, he can throw with anticipation. I think the biggest thing for C.J. Stroud, the biggest concern that I've heard is just his ability to be able to see the entire field. I think uh-huh. that's um, a, a little bit of a question mark. That's something that Bryce Young does a little bit better than him at this stage in their development. Mm-hmm. But guys, 6'3", 215, he's got the size. He's got a good enough arm. He's got great mechanics. He's got good feel, good pocket awareness. I, I I just don't see how you can go with Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud with the number one pick. I want to go back. Uh, to, I want to go back to something you said about RG three. Well, no, no, yeah. no. Go ahead. If you, I, I was just going to make a joke about RG three, you go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear your RG three. Well, joke. I, I've, I mean, now, I've now set it up that you can. It's going to be impossible for you to land this properly. So I might as well embrace I'm the just awkwardness gonna, and give it to you. I'm going to stick up for a guy. Yeah, Haloti Nada. But man, that high school turf that they had at FedEx. Ugh. I mean that that didn't do. That didn't do you're RG3. Not, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, he's not the only career that's had exactly. His, his Absolutely career not. And on, <laughs> Absolutely not. Exactly. And that's why, you know, they, they've got to get that stadium. They've well, they're not going to get a stadium a, until they get a new owner. Well, <laughs> so facts. we'll so, see what happens on that front. Facts. Um, I want to. No, go here's ahead. Here's the go order. So the, the order is owner, stadium, and then Lamar Jackson, or maybe <laughs> owner Lamar Jackson, and then stadium. It's it's got to be it's got to be those three things. Um, let's talk a little hoops, uh, Canty. Um, we have NCAA tournament tonight, but both Randy and I thought that the two games last night were really the highlights of this tournament so far. Just while the the Fairleigh Dickinson story was amazing, the quality of play in Michigan State, Kansas State, and then in Gonzaga, UCLA, long after my bedtime, was at a pretty incredible level. Yeah, I, guys, I, I can't figure out who bed a better a better night, Marquise Norell or Drew Timmy. I, I can't tell. I mean, Timmy gives yeah. you a thirty piece, thirty six piece nugget, and Norell drops what nineteen dimes along with twenty points. I mean, yeah. both both outstanding performances, but I think, 
you know, Jerome Tang did a great job of being able to, in, in a lot of spots, outcoach Tom Izzo. And you never thought you would say that about Izzo vying for a chance in the Sweet 16 to advance to the Elite Eight. But I would probably give the edge to Kansas State in terms of being able to win in more thrilling fashion than uh, Gonzaga. But I mean, listen, both phenomenal games. And, and uh, that's what March Madness is all about, being able to have those kinds of moments. When I when I when I look at the iconic shot though from Julian Strother, like it was just a good good night to go home. You know, it was a good night to play in your home. You know, Noel's from uh, from uh, Manhattan, and you got Strother's from Vegas, and all the distraction that goes into something like that, and yet they flushed it at the biggest moments. What did you make of that trick play? that Noel threw, where he's faking, in my opinion, faking an argument with his coach, and then, and then the on lob. a dime lob, yeah, to, <laughs> yeah, to Keontae that Johnson. That's a great play, man. I mean, it, like, that's, like, you love to see stuff like that, and that's that's why we all love sports, because we always, every now and again, get uh, get blessed with those types of moments, and, and that's the best way to put it. I mean, Noel was just unbelievable in his performance last night. It was a real treat to watch and uh, just shows you this time of the tournament, it's all about your difference makers. And you got to dance with the girl that brought you. And Mm -hmm. and Noel is really one of the guys that that made Kansas State season possible. Think about this, guys. They were finished to pick dead last preseason in the Big 12. And now you're talking about this team being in the Elite Eight. Unbelievable season. And Jerome, Jerome Tang has really arrived, too, as a coach. Was there ever a trick play, one that really fooled you? in an embarrassing way. Oh, yeah. I mean, 2014 divisional round in Foxborough. Bill Belichick, of course nobody knows the rules better than Bill Belichick, Uh goes with a no-huddle offense, takes an offensive lineman off the field, so they only got four, and they've got six receivers. Only five are eligible, so one of the tight ends decided to stay in, well, had to stay in um, because he was an eligible receiver. But we didn't know when I was with the Ravens who was eligible and who was ineligible and so before we could blink, they had marched down the field and they had basically tied the game up after being down 14. Yeah, that's that'll count because they ended up yeah. winning the game and advancing. Um, and I think that, that was a Super Bowl year for them, too. They ended up getting to the Super Bowl uh, yeah. and beating the Seattle Seahawks. So, yeah, that sucked for us um, because we thought we had a pretty good chance to win it all that year when I was with the Ravens. I'll tell you, of all the teams that have given Belichick trouble and Brady over the years, the Ravens were always in those playoff games and even beat them a couple of times. Canty, appreciate the time on your own show. We hope to talk to you <laughs> one of these one of these days on your on your own show that you maybe you make time for us next time. Deal? The man with the gold hammer. That Let's would be go. Randy Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, have brother. a good weekend. All right. Thank you, Christopher. It's Chris Canty joining us. Canty and Garland's on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Up next, we stick with the tournament. We talk to the coach of a Cinderella team just 40 minutes away from the Final Four next. Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. Randy Scott with you, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time 
or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Two seconds, one second, and that's it. The Florida Atlantic Owls, who had never won an NCAA tournament game before this season, have won three in the tournament now. They are heading to the Elite Eight for a date with Kansas State on Saturday. The remarkable year for Dusty May and Florida Atlantic continues. Their 34th win of the season. Westwood One NCAA Radio Network. It is time for our Boost Mobile Tournament preview here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Randy Scott. And Florida Atlantic, a story we haven't been able to talk about much, Randy, but a real surprise. They had not won a tournament game, Randy Scott, yet in the history of their program. And now they are on their way to the Elite Eight. They are 40 minutes away from the Final Four and their head coach, joins us now his name is dusty may joining us on espn radio coach i I feel like you guys haven't been home in like a month so the first question is kind of an odd one but it's an honest one did did you have to do laundry today in new york or did you have enough underwear in the suitcase like give us a laundry update of where things stand no i just picked up my loop just now actually so i'll be good to go for tomorrow i was out you're out. You're all right. Bone, bone dry. Bone dry. Probably sweating bone through dry. some shirts. Yes. Uh, take us inside that 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 Tennessee matchup. You know, I think there were questions about whether or not you guys could limit Tennessee's ability to score the basketball. Nobody worried about your ability to do it. Maybe you did, but what were you guys able to do defensively to hold them in check? Well, the first half we felt like we gave Plavich some angles to the basket, and they got. Yeah. Um, they weren't. They didn't have to score through bodies. And then the second half, I thought our guys just did a much better job of, of keeping bodies on bodies and making them score over us. Unfortunately, they missed some shots, and we were able to rebound and get out in transition. Coach, um, forty points in the second half after twenty-two in the first. What changed on offense for you guys last night? Well, we turned it over nine times, I believe, in the first seven or eight minutes. And then I don't think we turned it over in the last probably thir- maybe 12 or 13 in the first half. So we settled in and played much better, even though the scoreboard wasn't indicative of how much better we played the second portion of the first half. Uh, we we love the looks we were getting late, and we, we talked about it at halftime. Let's, let's make a few minor adjustments, but we need to knock down the shots. We're going to get them again, and we always have a spurt. And so our guys believe that uh, even though 20 minutes have passed, we, there was still going to be um, – a stretch where we could put together some makes. How much time did you give yourself to enjoy it before looking ahead to Kansas State, Coach? About five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's being generous. What do you what do you what do you see from him so far at first blush? Well obviously such two dynamic scores, facilitators, just high usage guys. They're very similar to Memphis who we played in round one. 
uh, with DeAndre Williams and Kendrick Davis. So we had in recent memory, we've at least faced someone similar, but their role guys are good athletes. They shoot the ball well. They play hard. So they present a number of challenges, but it, it starts and ends with Noel and, and, and Keontae Johnson. Coach, you know, Noel has become a real phenomenon, a real countrywide phenomenon. Everywhere I look, there are highlights today. What at five foot eight? What makes him such a difficult cover? Well, his passing. You know, most most smaller guards with the usage rate that he has, they they score their score first, second, or third, or their true point guards where he can really score and he can really pass. His decision making is is incredible uh, for a college point guard. He, he figures out solutions that almost any coverage you're in, and he gets the ball in the paint and he gets their team his teammates easy baskets, lobs, cuts, whatnot. So he presents a number of challenges, uh, much like the the rest of the year when we face dynamic guards. He's going to score. He's going to assist. We got to make sure that he doesn't do it officially. We're, cost, we're talking with the lead owl there at Florida Atlantic. Dusty May joining us on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott in for the guys. Uh, Coach, I, 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 I think about this from, from your perspective, and I think you're in an interesting spot at a personal level. It's a champion's problem, right? You know, your diamond shoes are too tight. Your 50s are too big for your wallet. In terms of drawing attention <laughs> drawing attention on, on a Dusty May level, because there have to be bigger programs who are going to come a-calling and look for the next young, talented, winning head coach. And what most people in that position would do is say, hey, agent, hold those calls until we're done. Well, we're talking to Dusty May's agent, right? You don't have an agent. That's correct. Okay, so so how are you? I assume there's interest out there. You and, and Lamar Jackson, coach, yeah. the, the two biggest <laughs> names in sports right now, neither has an agent. I mean, you're 40 minutes from the Final Four. How are you keeping all that at bay while focusing on Kansas State here, you know, the wolf closest to the sled? You know, most searches are ran through search firms now, and, and coaches or agents have a direct line of communication to the search firm. So um, I'm, not in, I'm not in the business right now of leveraging or doing things like that. So I just try to be honest and sincere with what I'm looking for and trying to do. And, and in all honesty, I, I love our guys. I love where we are. And it's just not anything that I'm thinking about right now. My, my notifications have been on silent. There and I'm go. 100% focused on our team and, and not thinking about it because uh, I'm just not consumed with, with the business side of it. I'm enjoying yeah. these guys so much and this group so much that I haven't thought about it for more than 30 seconds. It's the way it should be. Dusty May is the head coach at FAU. They have Kansas State at the world's most famous arena for a trip to the Final Four tomorrow. Coach, when you look at where your team is at, what is the thing you're the most proud of what you'd have accomplished? We're a true team. These guys, they're, they're amazing. Where every night someone else steps up. No one's trying to, to get the spotlight. They all want it on each other. Uh, last night's a great example. Mike Forrest, uh, a career one of the best players to ever play at, at FAU is a fifth year senior and he's been in a, in a the biggest rut of his career and he finally breaks out last night when we went on that spurt against Tennessee and he walks in the locker room after doing some media and our entire locker room is chanting Mikey, Mikey, Mikey he stops him and says I just want to thank all of you guys for being so supportive when I've been in a slump and that's the way that's the way all of these guys are they're constantly thinking putting the guy to the left and the guy to the right ahead of themselves or at least on equal footing so that's what's unique about it, and, and I say it a lot. In an era where our game is almost becoming individual, these guys are a true, true team. Coach May, if you're, uh, gosh, you know, if you're recruiting against Coach White up there in, in in Gainesville, for the folks who are just seeing FAU for the first time right now, 
as though that's not enough of a recruiting pitch. What is the pitch that you guys are cooking with there at FAU in Boca if you're going to try to win a recruit? Well, we play an exciting brand of basketball. We're very modern. We shoot threes. We get to the rim. We have a very, very fast tempo. And defensively, we're aggressive. And, and we play. We switch. Uh, interchangeable parts. So really, all things that are considered modern basketball, that's yeah. the way we play. And we spend an inordinate amount of time helping our players develop on the court, in the film room, in every facet of life. So we take a lot of pride in, in simply helping these guys get better. And no matter what, how they're playing, how everything's going, as long as they're trying to improve that day, they're in good standing with us. Coach, there's a family connection between the Mays and Keontae Johnson. Explain what that is. I was on staff at Florida when we recruited Keontae, and then before he arrived on campus, I took the job at FAU. So I knew him through the recruiting process and watched him a lot in high school. And then my son, oldest son, Jack, is a walk-on of Florida. So he was his teammate, close friends. So, um, and obviously with Coach White and their staff, I was, you know, we, we speak every day. So I watched all their games and just followed the program closely, stopped through games, no recruiting or whatnot. So have just had, always had a really good relationship. He had an amazing family. He's just such a neat guy. So uh, you know, it's, it's going to be hard competing against him, number one, because I'm always rooting for him. And number two, he's so darn good. He's the enemy now. All right, Coach, man, I want to get you out just on the history that's already been made. As you're, like we said, just one game away potentially from the Final Four. But all that's been accomplished already. You know, it, this team had never won an NCAA tournament game before last Friday. And that's just the beginning of this uh, this rocket ship that you're on. What does this all mean to you? It just means that we have the right people who came together at the right time to do something special. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck tomorrow. You know, it just it's an average gym you're playing in tomorrow night. It's just Madison Square Garden. No big deal. Just some dim lights. <laughs> 10 feet, 15 feet from the free throw line, and away you go. Thank you for the time, Coach. Good luck tomorrow. Okay. Thank Thanks, you Coach. I appreciate it. All right, good luck. That's Dusty May, the head coach at FAU. How do you think you'd handle? Because, Randy, you've been on, Whew. you know, for a broadcaster, like SportsCenter is the biggest stage. Yeah. But you go from playing in the gyms that Florida Atlantic is playing in at Middle Tennessee to yeah. playing in Madison Square Garden <laughs> with a trip to the Final Four on the line. Man, My I, goodness. I think even, even – even as the coach, we were looking at the fact that he is young. He's he's not that off from our age, Aaron. And I, yeah. I think I think even as a coach, you need to see the ball go through the basket. You know what yeah. I mean? I think you need that one slice of normalcy. That first shot goes down, and you're yeah. like, hey, man, points count the same. The court's the same size. Our guys can do it. Our guys are up for it. I've prepped them as best as possible, but... But yeah. you're right. I mean, once that red light goes on one way or the other, it is, it's yeah. just you out there. It's, it, it truly is sink or swim. Well, I'm guessing at Alabama they probably packed enough underwear to be able to go to the Sweet 16. But we learned that was not the case at Florida Atlantic. Our tournament update brought to you by Boost Mobile. Switch to Boost Mobile for the power to save on one of America's largest 5G networks. Speaking of the tournament, up next, one team has been outstanding on the court but has had some bad luck off of it. That and more in 3 and Out on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Alongside the great Randy Scott, I'm Eric Goldhammer, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. This is Canty and Carlin. We are on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can fire up your smart speaker telling it play ESPN Radio. Get to three and out in just a second. Right now, NCAA tournament, it is San Diego State with an 8-7 to seven lead on Alabama as they play with 12-14 to go in the first half. Big story here, Brandon Miller, best player in the country probably. Going to be a top five NBA draft pick. No points, but he's on the bench with two fouls early for the Crimson Tide. So that is definitely something to watch. Three and out brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you can save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com. Get a rate quote. Get started. See how much you can save. On the basketball court, four seed UConn dancing to the lead eight after three consecutive double-digit wins. 88-65. They beat Arkansas in the Sweet 16 last night. They got everything going right for them, but off the court, the Huskies aren't catching a break, Randy. On the same day, they were forced to leave their team hotel in Vegas after reportedly finding, among other things, dirt and vomit in the hotel rooms. (laughs) The Huskies also had personal items stolen from the team bus Tuesday while practicing in advance of the Sweet 16 appearance. According to CT Insider, quote, disaster, Dan Hurley saying after the game on Thursday, the hotel situation, quote, then the stuff gets stolen. It was a debacle. They want to go to the Final Four, and they also want to get the heck out of Las Vegas, I'd imagine. Yeah, leaving Las Vegas, the sequel. Let's just get the Huskies on the bus and get out. Uh, you know, I can laugh at the hotel stuff. Getting your stuff stolen is just uh, awful. It's awful. It's just awful. It's, ju- it's, it's brutal. And you, it, you, that's just to, – to be someone who steals things from somebody yeah. else, there's a little piece of your soul that has to be missing. Yeah. I mean, look, will I steal an olive from the olive bar at Whole Foods? Yes, I will. Will I steal a iPod or I? Boy, am I old. No, no, I know what you mean. An iPad. Saw one of those. Yeah. Would I steal? (laughs) Would I steal a Sony Walkman? Yes, I would. Would I steal a laser disc player? Uh, Yeah. You know, I think if you had a time machine to go back and steal an iPod, you'd probably steal something else. While you're back in 2006, but yeah, you know, you brought up the point. What if there were game material stolen? That's the that's the real invasion of privacy for them. Yeah, I mean the craziest, and then. Um, the hotel situation, I'm, I'm curious because you are somebody who does probably more traveling than me and you're in a hotel more often than I am. What possesses you to say, I have to switch rooms or I have to get the heck out of here? <laughs> Vomit, I would, I mean, you got to say something. A yeah. little dirt, I'm not sure. You'd no. have to be really dirty for me to for me to pull that. Car. I'm not a big fan of room switching at all. No, you're right. It would have to be an extremely loud, aggressive, violent neighbor. And then maybe, like you said, like clear vomit and then I'm out. Yeah. Oh, seven-time Super Bowl champ Tom Brady has acquired an ownership ah. interest in the Vegas Aces. Brady said, quote, my love for women's sports began at a young age when I would tag along to all my older sister's games. They were by far the best athletes. Will you consider it another ring for Brady if the Aces win the WNBA title? No, no. 
Speaking of vomit, speaking of Vegas, Tom Brady doesn't deserve another ring. No, I'll consider it a ring for the aces, yes, but Brady signing checks? Or I mean, I don't know. What what is a uh, what does a minority owner do when he doesn't even live in Las Vegas or you know what I mean? Maintain residency? No. He, I, he, he helps he helps set the culture. And I, I did think for a hot set second. The and I know he claims he's retired, Randy. Uh-huh. But of all the teams for him to come back, Josh McDaniels, the Raiders, they I guess they got Jimmy G, but do they need a quarterback? Uh, is there any way? Jimmy G goes down, Brady comes back. Brady is responsible for one of the worst memories in that franchise's history. And I say that as a longtime fan. His legacy is built on a rule so bad it was later repealed. Like, Brady and the Raiders don't need to cross paths, and Brady doesn't need nor deserve another ring as a minority owner. No, sir. Still bitter. Yeah. 22 years later about the tuck rule. <laughs> Three and out. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott. NCAA announced discipline for Ferris State head coach Tony Anisi after two Ferris players lit up cigars during the celebration following the team's second national title in two seasons. Due to title is hosted by McKinney ISD Stadium, which is at a Texas high school facility. Like many high schools around mm-hmm. the country, they have a strict no tobacco policy. So they're issuing a suspension. I guess they told him they wanted them to not smoke, and then they lit up the cigars. But these are victory cigars. We're not letting guys smoke victory cigars? Come on. Right, right. I, I You know, I understand, hey, rules are rules. Everybody has to follow him. But he's not out there selling loose cigarettes to kids. He's not out there selling cigars to children. He's not, you know, hawking them at a preschool. Like, these are... I assume just for the coach. Isn't it just for the coaching staff? or the or Also, they're, oh, two they're players. making him sit. Okay. Yeah, but the guys, kids are over 18. They're allowed to smoke a cigar. Also, they're making him sit not just for a game, but it's their first future playoff game. Oh, wow. Putting which is it, a, weird, it's a weird way to impose a suspension like that. Putting I it on, know. on the same level. Of, you know, the play, he did it after a playoff game, so he does it during this playoff game. Yeah, that's a hard pass. Forbid, Draconian punishment. You want to celebrate. I mean, when the Marconi Award for Best Radio Show is given to Joe and Amber coming up next, you know they're both going to be smoking cigars. Randy, it was fun. <laughs> this has been Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.